0: Anyway today what are
1: we talking about well so what you may or may not know and by may or may not you don't know you don't know what buddy and i have done today <laughs> so i don't know why i started that way but you know buddy and i ordinarily you see us on the fun segments we actually had some work things that we needed to handle pastor was supposed to be here there were some things that popped up on his end that has uh, prolonged him from being able to get here today and as buddy and i were walking in i and we found out that we were going to be doing the word we all Always purpose ourselves to hear from the Lord, always before we just share. Mm -hmm. And what I believe I'd heard from the Lord is to talk about how to flow and to be in rest while flowing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny because Buddy and I just had a Mm powwow about that before we came in. Mm Yeah. But it like have you had those days where it's where it's super easy to flow with the Lord and it's like ah, I am I have reached the epitome of Jesus dumb. Look how look how spiritual I am today And then those days happen where it's just out of nowhere stuff 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 mm-hmm. and You still, we still have to flow in those moments, too Yeah, one of the great things about being here at Boomerang And being submitted to Pastor Brian is that you learn how to flow (laughs) when it feels easy. And you learn how to flow when it doesn't necessarily feel as easy. The word gives us keys on how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we just kind of, I say we, buddy didn't know. I'm speaking right now as we, but what, what we just want to share with you guys today is you can be an easy and light, even in the middle Yeah. Of a whole bunch of other stuff going on. You can yeah. be in easy and light and flow with the Lord no matter what is happening.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, like, here's the thing. Because like, I, I feel like there's like multiple different types of people. Sure. Like there's the people who rely heavily on, I need to fully understand everything that's going on before I can move. Sure. You know, and that's where my ditch is. You know, I need to know how are we going to do this? What's going on? And that can hinder your ability to flow. Sure. Then there's the other, you know, ditch where it's just like, Oh, you know, I'm just going to do whatever, and, you know, as it comes, it comes, and blah, 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 rather than, you know, which can also be an an equal ditch where where you're just doing everything that you feel like is best rather than than meeting where the Holy Spirit wants us to be in the middle, which is, all right, I'm going to... like it's it's yes you know the Lord is going to give me wisdom He's going to guide me and yes I need to learn how to flow with with what's going on around me but it all comes from a position of that fellowship yeah. you know with the Father like everything I do I, I like kind of what Jesus how Jesus operated and how Jesus lived He said I do nothing except what I see my Father do yeah. you know He's He had those moments when it was like what in the like. Where I'm sure his flesh is like, what? Do, what do I do now? Right? Yeah. Like we're gonna stone this lady like Jesus? Do you condone her? You know, and like basically Jesus, the law says that we need to stone this woman. What are we gonna do? And Jesus just sat back and began drawing in the dirt. You know, sure. basically just, all right, Lord, what are we doing? You know, okay, well, he's without in the, he got it from the Lord and he moved on with it. And so like that, there's there's a lot of different aspects of it, but but in all reality. You know we need to learn to not have to understand everything yeah because the bible says "Lean not on your own understanding and we also have to not just be willy-nilly and lazy with things you know and 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 it's finding that middle ground which that middle ground is really only found in him
1: yeah for sure uh look up if you guys have your bibles near you look up proverbs 3 the one that buddy was just quoting mm -hmm. proverbs 3 and then 5 and 6. It is just such a key for flowing with the things of God because our brain does like our flesh wants to know and wants to be in control when our flesh isn't. It has that opportunity to feel hard or heavy or this isn't good. It's not fun. Like, okay, Grayson just put up the scripture reference. It made me think Grayson is a mom of three right now Mm -hmm. and she's a mom of three that are under the age of like six. Like Mm -hmm. she has a brand new baby and like I'm pretty sure Sissy's like two. Mm -hmm. And then she, Cohen, how old is Cohen? Like four, five, somewhere around there, four or five. They're little, (laughs) like she she may wake up with a great big plan for what the day is gonna look like. And it could be totally different than what she had thought it was. Mm -hmm. You've gotta learn how, we have to, I have to learn how to flow no matter what situation I'm in, trusting the Lord. And so Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Don't (laughs) lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things like when when there's just stuff that happens and you have to deal with it. I'm not saying like attacks come and you just like let the attacks come, but mm-hmm. when life happens and you get the phone calls you weren't expecting and all of a sudden the job things pop up that you weren't expecting to have to do or people show up at your house and you weren't prepared to have them or, you know, Abby was talking to me today about how she and Marky ended up having basically eight hours of like unplanned time where they needed to do some things for the Lord. And she's like, we, we weren't planning on on doing anything. Of that. (laughs) All of that stuff can feel very crooked, pathway ish, like spaghetti noodles all interwoven. But the Lord, when we trust in Him and we allow Him. To be the director of our path, he takes all of those interwoven things and makes the pathway straight and easy for us to walk on. But we've got to acknowledge him in all of those things. Grayson just said, Grayson, she's the one with the three sweet little uh, kiddos. She says, amen, I have to learn to flow no matter what situation I'm in. Me too. (laughs) Absolutely me too. And to flow? Means you can't be like a, a, a crabby person throughout mm. the whole thing. Yeah. That was the nicest word that I could think of because I, that has been my ditch. Mm. So, but like, yeah. like buddy, I like understanding, but my ditch is, to be like the workhorse so we're in a situation stuff needs to get done and i'm okay i'll I'll be the doer i'll knock the stuff out i'll get the stuff done but it doesn't oh hasn't always meant that my attitude is the best while doing it (laughs) like i'll get it done but we're not going to chit chat while i'm doing it like we're going to get the stuff done and That's not flowing either because flowing with the Lord Mm -hmm. means that the fruit of the spirit's coming out of you all of the time. When you're in that flow, you're productive. It's not that you're being, you know, just messing around Mm -hmm. with your time. You're being diligent, Mm -hmm. but you also are in that easy and that light. And we're intentional to put on Mm -hmm. joy, love, joy, peace, peace, Mm -hmm. (laughs) peace. peace, (laughs) Mm -hmm. patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. And that's probably been my biggest opportunity. I'll flow, absolutely. But I haven't always let fruit be produced while I'm Mm -hmm. flowing. And if I'm not letting the fruit of God be produced through me, what real benefit is it for me to do the task? If Mm -hmm. I'm not bringing God glory while accomplishing a task, Mm -hmm. I might as well not do it. So if I am at a place where stuff needs to get done and it needs to be handled, but I'm not right. Like there's not that fruit of the spirit in me. There's not joy. There's not peace. Then we can actually take that same message that pastor taught about over the weekend about what to do when when you feel like you're suffering, get to the place of peace, Mm. worship him, acknowledge him in Mm. all of your ways. Get to that point where you, we remove ourselves. Pastor Nicole actually goes and hides out in the bathroom at her work for like 10 minutes Mm. (laughs) and she'll, okay, I need the peace of God. And she'll do that until peace comes. And then she'll step back in. But if we try to accomplish the stuff Mm. outside of abiding in the fruit of the spirit, we might as well just kind of put it on pause until we're there yeah
0: well what's more important our witness or getting the task For sure. accomplished you know what's in what's more important and and honestly like in the world or just a lot of us we might our gut instinct might might be get, getting the task done mm-hmm. you know that that's more important i'd rather get things done than and have a crabby attitude than than it not get done sure and you know you know what i mean sure. and but the I reality is
1: <laughs> that's been my ditch i mm-hmm. do know
0: yeah well i uh that well see like my ditch is i i get overwhelmed and i do nothing <laughs> like there's so many things to do
1: and when I'm you put both gonna, of our ditches together it's really fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> like there's so much to do i'm just not going to do anything and then just take it <laughs> and you know that that's that's been my ditch. but but that's not a good witness either. No, you know that, that's equally a horrible witness. To just well, hey, like, like, are you gonna? Well, you know, like that's not sure. a good witness. Because we're we are called to be diligent. Sure. We're called to be diligent. Well, it's, well, the Bible says everything you do, do it as of unto the Lord. And if the Lord gives me a command, I want to do it. You know? Yeah. Um. But but, like Grayson just put it in. What's more important, our witness or or a task? Because because if we're getting tasks done, but everyone around us thinks. You know like we're we're not glorifying God in it, and what we'll, and what we can be doing is actually repelling people away from God in the way we're doing it you know it's yeah. not it's it's not how we want we we want people to see Christ in us yeah. we want people to see God in us and through us, so it'd be much more important for people to see God in us, yeah, you know, and maybe get behind than. Than getting things done, and they see the devil in us. Sure. You know what I mean? As we're cl- as we're calling ourselves Christians, you know. Sure. And um, well, it just makes me think of you know what Jesus sa- said talking about like the lukewarm Christians, you know, like um, where well, or not just the lukewarm Christians. No, uh, in uh, Revelation uh, chapter two, talking to the church, um, uh, Ephesus. In Ephesus, and uh, and he's saying like you're getting all the tasks accomplished, mm-hmm. you know you're getting things done mm-hmm. but you've left your first love it's a uh, revelation chapter two so like he, he starts talking to the church of Ephesus, he says i know your deeds and your toil basically your hard work um your perseverance and that you don't tolerate evil men uh and you put to det- test those who call themselves apostles that are not and you have found them to be false and you have perseverance and have endured for my name's sake and have not grown weary so like they're getting the tasks accomplished. Yeah. They're getting the stuff done. But then he says this, but this I have against you. You have left your first love. Yeah. And, and he goes on, he says, remember from where you have fallen, repent, do the deeds you did at first or else I'm coming and I will remove your lampstand from his place. You know, so he's saying yeah. you, you can be getting all the tasks accomplished, get, checking the boxes, doing everything, you know, and getting it all done. But if it's not being done in love, yeah. if it's not being done in fellowship or or you know in, in that love, then then basically what he's saying is you you need to get this right now. Yeah. You need to get this right now because if we don't get this right now, he's saying like there's a potential and a possibility for for you to be removed. Yeah. And we don't want that obviously. But what we want is him. We want to glorify him. The reason the reason, you know, you know, it, and it's good to desire to. You know, I'm going to do it as if unto the Lord, which means I want to get it done and I want to do do it right. Uh, but but there, like you were saying, there there have to be moments when we have to step back, draw in the dirt, step back, go to go to the bathroom stall, like yeah. whatever. I need my heart to be right before I move forward in this, or else I'm not going to do this as if unto the Lord. But yeah. I'm going to do this just because it needs to be done.
1: Yeah, and not letting those moments take years. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a part of flowing too. Yeah. God doesn't necessarily like God's able to give us anything we need in a moment. So drawing on his grace, drawing on his supply can happen as soon as we ask him for it. It doesn't have to take a long time. And I think one of the things that's so important about flowing pastor says this quite often. It's not all about us. Like it's like for me, it's not all about me. It's not all about buddy. See my, my ability to flow in the spirit directly impacts how well Buddy's going to be, could impact how easy it is for buddy to flow in the spirit. Not whether or not he will, but if I am being grumpy as I'll get out, or if I, if there's a project that we're working on and I just decided I'm not going to do it today, that can add weight to him. And that can create a circumstance where it's opportunity for him. And it, And that's not helping him. See, see, my ability to flow with the Lord makes it so much easier for others to flow with the Lord. If I will trust him, it then points other people to the fact that they can trust him too, that they can rely on him. If they see me walking through, they know that they can walk through too. It's one of the reasons why, and I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but why is it that with Pastor Brian and Pastor Nicole, when they walk into a room, it immediately feels more peaceful and it's like, oh, praise God, they're here. Like who's ever experienced that before with Pastor Nicole or, or, and Pastor Brian, or if you're in another church with your own pastor, it's because they have learned how to flow with the spirit and we trust their ability to do that. It's like the other day, one thing that's so important with being able to flow is that communication number 1 to the Lord, but number 2 to the people who oversee you spiritually. Yeah. Like there is on Monday I was talking to pastor Monday? Yeah. It's only Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Days are fun. Okay. But <laughs> on Monday I was talking to pastor about something and there's been there's been a lot going on. Like and for me personally, there's been a lot going on personally. There's been a lot going on ministerially. There's been a lot like there's There's been a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot that's great, a lot that's opportunistic, and there's a good bit to do. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to pastor and just in that conversation, he and I were talking back and forth and there's stuff that I knew that I needed to work on. And in the conversation, he was giving me things that I can change and do better. But even in it, I, it was like, I could breathe a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. And it was that same way when I talked to pastor Nicole that morning, because all of a sudden, there's insight that I need. Like, oh praise God, you are here with me. I'm not doing this by myself. Part of flowing like is is knowing that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Like surfing the flow, even removing the people aside, a surfer requires not just a surfboard. Mm-hmm. He requires the wave to empower him. Pastor did a message back in 2016 called Surf the Flow and In order to surf the flow, we need to know how to get to where we need to be, Mm -hmm. but then just waiting on the wave to come and learning how to harness the power of that wave to move us where we need to go. Mm -hmm. But a surfer can't create the wave. A surfer can't make that wave produce. Mm -hmm. A surfer trusts that the wave is going to produce and it waits on it. It's so important for us to trust in the Lord Mm -hmm. in all of His ways with shepherds and submission and putting on joy, all what he says is good is actually good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not going to lead to a bad spot. It just requires what we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. that discipline, yeah. like flowing with the Lord, flowing yeah. with the Holy Spirit requires a discipline of yeah. your flesh, yeah. but that discipline is going to lead to peace. <laughs> yeah. And when, when things seem all over the place where that's where the peace isn't, yeah. but when we trust in him and he's able to lead us, that's when peace is going to show up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the, this passage it says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart." Yeah. So that that's the core of who you are. Yeah. Like, trust in the Lord with in the core. Yeah. Uh, of who you are, and don't lean on your own understanding. Like literally, we can walk through this and talk for uh, like two weeks, yeah. like uh, on this on this passage. Hundred um, percent. But but the thing that sticks out to me though is in all your ways acknowledge Him. Yeah. So. So this so what does flowing look like? In everything I do, every step I take, I'm acknowledging him. Yeah. Father, you are good. I'm just acknowledging him. God, you're here. You're giving me wisdom, like James chapter one says. If you lack wisdom, he'll give it to you. Yeah. You know, James one five. Like I'm just acknowledging him. I'm flowing in him. I'm fellowshipping with him. Um, you know, I'm 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 remaining with my first love. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not you know just getting off in um you know all task oriented or kind of law yeah. mentality but i'm 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 entering into fellowship because what you know where Jesus brought the big rift was you know whenever Jesus showed up was was a lot there was a lot of people who just wanted to stick with the tasks and the rules and the laws and the and fall and that's under, leaning on your own understanding mm-hmm. where, i mean this is old testament right yeah. here. Old Testament is saying, don't rely on your understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him, flow with him. And that's where, Je- that's what Jesus did. Yeah. I only do what my father tells me to do. I only say what the father tells me to say. That That's literally what Jesus' life was in fellowship and in an acknowledgement of him. Anytime Jesus did, did a miracle, he didn't even claim the, the you know, the glory for it. Yeah. He said, no, it's my father, you know, my, like... Uh, He actually said multiple times, the Son of Man can do nothing except what he sees the Father. You know, like that's what, so he didn't take any glory. He always reverted to the Father, you know. Um, So he was, basically what he was doing is he was setting an example of how we can flow. How many times did Jesus face a situation that just seemed intense, right? They're trying to push him over a cliff, you know, like trying to kill him. And he just, like flowing in the Holy Ghost, he just walked through the people, you know, like... Like, like he, he, he literally, exi- what he? Sorry, he gave the perfect example of what it looks like. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Yeah. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And that's how Jesus lived. And He will make your path straight. And He directed Jesus' path, and yeah. He wants to do the same thing in your life. You know, um, this isn't like a stop, go, stop, go. Okay, Jesus, what do I do now? 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 But it's, no, I'm flowing in it. I like, I'm not going to have to stop, go, stop, go, but I'm just acknowledging him. And I trust that he'll, that he'll bear witness with my spirit as we move along. And he'll give me that peace. But I, but I, but I I guess the big thing that I need to learn myself is to not get overwhelmed with everything and just get into that place of rest. And I guess that's where it's kind of stepping back and, Okay, Lord. You yeah, know, I just need I need your peace. You know.
1: Well, and I've been there to And mm-hmm. everybody has had yeah. that opportunity. Everybody has been there at some mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. And you know, as you were talking, that's a great transition into what the Lord just gave me, which mm-hmm. goes. I See, the Lord's just good. He knows what we need before we even know that we need it. Mm -hmm. The Word says that He fills our mouths so that we are able to speak before kings. His very name, He is God, the All-Sufficient One. Mm -hmm. Like He is sufficient. He has everything we need exactly when we need it, and He knows how to get it to us. He has a full supply of what is needed all of the time. Mm -hmm. He is so good. And one of the things that happens, like when the overwhelming feeling comes of, yeah. I don't think I can do this. This seems too much. This day has been crazy. I'm gonna pull my hair out. I want to punch something. Like all <laughs> of those things that the and I'm sure many more. Those are just some that have frequented my flesh head sometimes. But my flesh. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's when that's happened. It's because I have doubted how sufficient He is. Mm -hmm. And even if, here's where I've doubted it, I've doubted my ability to receive from Him. But even that is, I've made it about me. Mm -hmm. I've made it all, I've switched my focus. Even thinking that it's focusing on Him, I'm totally, I've totally focused on me Mm -hmm. and well, God is all sufficient. I believe that God is all good and he has what I need, Mm -hmm. but I am, I'm going to mess it up. I'm not going to be able to hear from him or receive from him and it's just, I'm going to mess it up and, and then all of a sudden you're not flowing either. You get log jammed. I can't tell you, I literally just did this on Monday with Pastor Nicole. It's why when I said on the broadcast, I called her because I needed her to speak into me. I've learned that when that thought comes in, that i that's wrong. And in that moment, I needed her to speak into me. But he, he, here's how big God is. He knows how to speak your language. He knows how to get you what you need in a way that you can receive it from him. Yeah. There's He's he's so good <laughs> and so kind with that. He knows how to speak your language. He gave it to you. Mm-hmm. Some people are more verbal, some people are visual. Like it's he knows how to talk to you. Mm-hmm. He knows how to get you what you need exactly when you need it. But when we freak out and we get so focused on ourselves, that's when we've missed it because we're just it's it's the yap yap yapping all the time and God's yeah. like just just stop. Mm-hmm. Just if you'll listen, I've got it for you. If, if, if you listen, yeah. He's all sufficient. Mm-hmm. Everything that's needed, He's there in it. We need to get ourselves out of the equation and truly follow Him. Mm-hmm. He's going to provide what you need. He has what you need already there. Mm-hmm. It's already stored, you know, it's like Abraham. And there are so many people in the word that you could point to, but this story is personal to me it 's one of my favorites the lord 's used it with me many times over. Abraham finally gets the promise of Isaac, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden go go kill your son like go go sacrifice him. Mm-hmm. That would have been an opportunity to not want to flow with the Lord (laughs) for sure. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are you talking about? I waited decades to get my son and now he's like 30 (laughs) years old and you want me to do what with him? Mm -hmm. Sure, that's an opportunity to not want to flow. But Abraham and Isaac, like Isaac's, most scholars say Isaac's a grown man at this point in time. So he had to be willing to go too. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: they're walking to the place to sacrifice he, they get the altar ready, Isaac's lying down, like about to be sacrificed. And Abraham, the word doesn't tell us that Abraham doubted. The word tells us that Abraham obeyed. He trusted God to the point of literally killing his own son because he had faith that God would raise him again. Yeah. He had faith in the word that God yeah. promised him that Isaac would be the or that Abraham would be the father of many nations that Isaac was the one. Like mm-hmm. he was he was the child that that promise would come through. He believed God so much that he's like even if I flow with you and I kill my son, you've got a plan to make him come back to life. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here's what God did. Yeah. He had provision already laid up for him. Mm -hmm. What he needed was literally tied up in the thicket, waiting for Abraham to get to that spot. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he was there, God's like, I've already got it stored up. It's there waiting for you. Go get it. It's already there. What we need is already at the destination point Mm -hmm. God's waiting to send us to. But we need to get to the point where we trust him enough Mm -hmm. that when he says, no matter what's going on, nothing takes him by surprise. So when he says, go do this, we go and do that because at that point, that's where the provision is for the next assignment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. God's not going to give us a commandment without uh, supplying the grace yeah. to, to fulfill it. Yeah. You can put that in the comments. It's kind of a mouthful, but God's not going <laughs> to give a, What did I just say? God's not going to, uh, you don't have to put this in comments, <laughs> <laughs> but God's not going to give you, you know, an instruction without supplying the grace yeah. to fulfill it. There it was. God's not going to give you an instruction without supplying the grace to fulfill it it's yeah. still a lot but you can put it in the comments if you like to but um <laughs> but but like that's a huge thing yeah. you know like when the bible says be anxious for nothing what does that mean that means is that a, is that an instruction it is an instruction mm-hmm. it's a commandment what does that mean that means the grace that i need to be anxious for nothing is yeah. is, is available he's lit, he's offering it to you right now yeah. like i have that the i have the grace that you need You know, I I can supply the grace you need to be anxious for nothing. Yeah. You know, uh, when it says rejoice always, and if there's a moment that I don't feel like rejoicing, God's supplying the grace because in his word, he said, rejoice always. Yeah. You know, uh, in everything, give thanks. So if I don't feel like giving thanks, there's a grace that God's getting ready to supply me. So what I need to do is I need to believe, you know, this looks overwhelming. I don't really know how this is going to work out. I need to put those thoughts captive and then okay God I'm gonna rely on your grace yeah you know cuz well what did David do whenever they were getting ready to go out to war um, and then the people were like we don't actually want you to come go home and then so they went back and found out oh all of our wives and children and stuff was taking and uh, taken away great praise God yeah
1: (laughs) best day
0: right can you imagine like like all right Mighty men of God, we're going out, you know, to, to this war. Oh, they don't want us. Okay. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Let's go home. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, it's like all these things. I'm so
1: sorry. I let us here. Your wives are gone. so yeah. are your kids. Yeah. Hope you're not mad. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, they were mad because they wanted to stone him. <laughs> For sure. Right? All of these people, like, who came to David, the Bible says that they were, like, basically beat, busted, disgusted. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, they were miserable human beings. Uh, like, they were all in debt. They were all, like, depressed. They were all miserable yeah. people. And David actually led them out of that, and they became the mighty men of yeah. David, like, David's mighty men. And now, these people that David invested so much time into, now they're wanting to turn around and stone him. Talk about an overwhelming situation. I'm sure you haven't had, like, hundreds of men wanting to kill you. Like, Good job. Yeah, well like, done. Way to go. Well done. You haven't gotten that far. <laughs> But, like, this is where David was. All these people that he invested years into, Yeah. now they want to turn around and stone him. And he also lost it. Like, his wife and his kids were taken. Yeah. Like, and all of his stuff. So, like, he had to deal with that as well as all these people. And what does what the Bible say? That David strengthened himself in the Lord. Yeah. He strengthened himself in the Lord because there's no other w- place that you can get the grace to, <laughs> to get out of that yeah. situation. And so what did he do? He stepped back. Abby says that gives me a lot of hope. I'm so glad. He he stepped back. He strengthened himself. He went to the bathroom, stall, closed the stall, locked it. You know, as they're outside with their stones,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he was like, "Okay, Lord." He didn't actually go to metaphorically. The stall. metaphorically this is the buddy yeah. version, right? Yeah, yeah. Now. metaphorically. <laughs> I, I feel like I had to clarify if someone hopped on just now and they didn't hear. They had stalls earlier. in the Bible? <laughs> yeah, no. But he he strengthened himself in the Lord, and God gave him a word. Yeah. So as he strengthened himself, God gave him wisdom. He gave him word. And what was the word? Hey, go take your people. You're not going to lose anything. Yeah. You're not going to lose any of the wives. You're not going to lose any of the children. You're not going to lose any of your men. Yeah. Go and take it. And so David was able to strengthen himself in that word, speak life into his people. Yeah. And they and they were able to go. They didn't lose a man. No, none of the men lost any of their stuff. Lost, none of them lost any of their stuff. And then, and then, more than that, they got a spoil yeah. on top of that. So so they got all their stuff back, and then some. Why? Why? Because David didn't let the situation overwhelm him. Yeah. And he strength- if he let the situation overwhelm him, they would have lost all their stuff, and they would have been miserable. You know? And he would have been stoned. <laughs> but he strengthened himself in the Lord. And when he strengthened himself in the Lord, he got the Word. He got the Word. He got the Word from God, and... And with that word was the grace to overcome, the whole miserable situation.
1: Yeah, and realize that you don't have to flow by yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not up to you to do every part of this all by yourself. That's not how the kingdom's designed. That's not how God has set any of this up. And so often here, and this has been what's happened with me, whenever a feeling of being overwhelmed has happened, I like we did a question on family chat like a few weeks ago would you rather work by yourself or with a group like on a project I, 100% I would rather work by myself like just in my flesh but in those moments of feeling overwhelmed my flesh's ditch has been I've got it all I'm I'm good I don't need anybody I am good I've got it and just you know sneak peek we we don't and it doesn't work well when we try to do it that way <laughs> It truly doesn't because it's not how we're designed. Mm -hmm. We're designed to be in fellowship and to receive that help. Like Moses, when you look in Exodus and the battle's raging and his side's only going to win if he holds the staff up. Well, Moses could hold the staff up for a period of time by himself. But after, and that's flowing with the Lord. That was the Lord's way of doing it. He said, do this and you will be assured of a victory. Mm -hmm. So he's holding his arms up. But after a period of time, just physically speaking, your arms are going to get tired. And so what did he need? He had two men come, Aaron and Hur, and they put a seat, a, a rock underneath him so he could sit down. And they helped to lift his arms up so he could keep doing what God had called him to do. Sometimes the flow feels hard because we've been paddling by ourselves. You know, it's like going upstream with a canoe. Sometimes it's necessary to go upstream, but if you're paddling alone, that can be a lot of work. But we're not designed to paddle by ourselves in the kingdom. We are designed to be a part of the body. Like Christ is the head. His body is unified. You can't disconnect from my hand from my arm, from you know, my torso. It doesn't work that way. The pieces don't work by themselves. They have to be all knit together in order to function properly. So the danger, if we, if we don't take our thoughts captive, if we're not producing the fruit of the Spirit, if our flow isn't founded and grounded in intimacy with God, all these things we've talked about so far, If these things aren't happening, then what happens is we set ourselves up for deception to come and that feeling of, I'm so overwhelmed, I can't do this, it's too hard, I can't keep going. And that's why the Word tells us not to get weary in well-doing because Holy Spirit knew people are not gonna always do this right. <laughs> they're gonna need to be reminded not to get weary. They're gonna need to be reminded to yeah. keep going. Mm-hmm. But they're also, we're also going to need this reminder of you don't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things that's so cool and, you know, in the story of David is, and this has stuck with me. Pastor did a very long series called The Man Who Would Be King. I don't think we ever officially ended it either. It's just kind of been on a very long pause, um, like for a year. (laughs) But there's like 70 parts, 60 parts, something like that. In there, he was talking about Saul and David and Saul got super deceived and like hated David, had such an aggression toward him. He'd stopped flowing with the spirit. Well, he flew with, he flowed with a spirit, but it wasn't Holy Spirit anymore, sure. but he's like pursuing David to try and kill him. But Saul gets into the presence of David at one point and all of a sudden his vision clears up and what had been hazy and what seemed hard and all this stuff, it was clear in the moment that he was with the anointed one. Yeah. David was anointed. When stuff feels hard and heavy, call your shepherds. Mm-hmm. Call them fast. Yeah. Call them right then and there. Don't let like and don't let that thought of they're too busy. They've got so much going on too. I can handle this alone. <sniffs> No, (laughs) no, we can't. That's why they're there. They're given to us as gifts to help perfect us so that we don't have to do it alone. And literally they come alive when they get to help their sheep because it's their job. That's how God's designed them. It draws on giftings. And, you know, Pastor Nicole, many, many times, she's like, thank you for allowing me to be who I'm called to be. If the sheep aren't allowing a shepherd to shepherd them, then the shepherd has no job. Mm-hmm. The sheep need to depend on the shepherd effectively. Yeah. Amen. True. Grayson just said needed that. It's so good. I, me too. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like and here's yeah. the thing, like I I'm saying this right now and I what I was talking with pastor about on Monday, I, I mentioned it earlier that I had this this time with pastor. I would talked to Pastor Nicole about it a lot and I've, I've talked with my husband about it. Those are both authorities. But I realized as pastors talking, he brought it to me because the Lord told him to not cause I had gone to him. And I, and in that moment I was like, crud, I didn't go to you. I went to Pastor Nicole, but there's something about also going to like mm-hmm. Papa, like, like your dad in the ministry, going to your spiritual shepherd too. And what I'd dealt with for weeks, in that moment of being in the anointing, it got cleared up. And all of a sudden, I started flowing differently because the anointing destroys every yoke and clears things up. It's what it does.
0: Yeah, Yeah. so, you know, one of the things, you know, if we want to uh, really flow yeah. in in Him, we need to be in the anointing. Yeah. We need to let the anointing, because the anointing... Um, you know, the anointing, like you said, it breaks the yoke. Mm-hmm. That, I believe that's in Isaiah. Yeah. You know, that the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. And one of the biggest bondages in times where we're overwhelmed is our own understanding. Yeah. Our own thinking, our, this thing. You know, like that, I, I've been there. And, and one of the things that, that keeps us from flowing is getting condemned up here Mm -hmm. about how we're not flowing yeah you know like oh man i shouldn't be feeling this overwhelmed i shouldn't be going through this i should i should i should be (laughs) i should be handling this better you know like for sure (laughs) i yeah yes like i should be handling this better and what am i doing i'm getting myself back into i'm i'm flowing less now because i'm just beating myself up you know because i'm looking at me again yeah you know and that's one of the things where like i I've noticed the the enemy like he likes to push those buttons mm-hmm. where where like he'll he'll make you feel something or he'll make you think something or he'll like throw this out in front of you yeah and then he'll try to make you feel guilty for something that he did yeah you know B- why because he recognized that it works a yeah. lot you know i'm gonna I'm gonna put a thought in their head and then I'm gonna make them beat themselves up you know for for something that I did, he's yeah, because he's, he's awful. Yeah, he's the worst. But, but that's
1: who you can say that about.
0: Yeah, I can say that about him. <laughs> but like, but what? And so what? What? What's happening now? Now I'm going back to my understanding, and I'm I'm thinking now in my understanding, I'm limiting myself. Sure. I'm limiting myself from being able to flow because in my understanding, I'm t- convincing myself that I'm limiting myself. Yeah. You know like i'm getting revelation right now <laughs> um but but the reality is you know as as i learn you know l- pastor gives this illustration all the time like yeah. what th- this is my phone what is the purpose of this phone you know uh like when pastor first asked me to make phone calls to you know whatever yeah. right now this phone is not making phone calls so is it not fulfilling its purpose not no like right right now this phone is not texting anyone why the, you know is it fulfilling its purpose? Well, actually, yes, it is fulfilling its purpose. The purpose of this phone mm-hmm. is to yield to what I tell it to do. Yeah. Right. So right now, the phone is fulfilling its purpose, sit, sitting here doing nothing. Why? Yeah. Because I'm not giving it an instruction. I'm not telling it what to do. Once I open it up and I and I make a phone call. Now it it's fulfilling its purpose. Yeah. Why? Because it's yielding to me. Yeah. However, if this the purpose of this phone is to make phone calls and texts. And and right now without my prompting, it's sending texts and making phone calls and doing all these things. Yeah. Being productive yeah. but it's not being it's not yielding and flowing with what I'm telling it to do. Yeah. It's not doing what it's designed to do. And if I pull it up and I, I try to do something with it, it's already busy, busy, busy doing all these other things. Yeah. It's not it's not yielded to me. Right. And and so like in our minds and, and how, we, how we operate, it's really good for us to, to have that same, you know, mentality of, Father, I'm just yielding to you right now. All the, there's all these tasks, all these things, all these, you know, things that, that need, need to take place. But, Father, show me what do you want me to handle now? What, you know, I'm just going to yield to you, and I'm going to let you, you flow through me. Then that's, yeah. this is how Jesus lived. I do nothing except my Father, Tells me, you know, I I I flowing in Him. That doesn't mean I'm waiting, always waiting for instruction. I'm doing what He's called me to do. I'm I'm doing the things, but I'm doing it from that position of, I'm just I'm in fellowship and I'm resting in Him and I'm yielding to Him. If He if He if He tells me to take a nap when I have 50 million things to do, I'm gonna take a nap. You know, like I'm gonna be obedient. To what he instructs me to do and yeah. recognize that he's always leading me to triumph. Yeah. Not, not me getting the task done will lead me to triumph, but me yielding to him, he will lead me to triumph.
1: Yeah. William Kiles had put a comment in about how he, basically how, if I read it correctly, and let me, tell me if I did, William. Basically how he made a decision without mm-hmm. preying on it first mm-hmm. and how he, um how he didn't do that, like how he made the decision without praying. And he said that he wants us to pray for him. We'll pray for you at the end. If there's anything more specific you want us to be praying for you with, then just put it in the comments. But I think this, I think this will minister to you too, because it really blessed me when pastor shared it with me on Monday and it goes hand in hand with what you're saying. A lot of times what can hinder us from flowing is that condemnation of I'm not good enough. I missed it. I messed up. This is awful. I can't believe, I can't believe I did this. God must be so mad and disappointed at me. Or, you know, and I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, there had been some things going on where fear just tried to, you know, come up inside of me over the last couple of weeks. And one of the things I was talking with pastor about was how that a sense of shame had tried to come in, tried and to the point of why should I even be allowed to minister right now when like fear is happening or trying to take place. And like I told pastor, I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. the crummiest minister ever, ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because how should I tell people you can be free when it has not felt like I am. <laughs> like Why bother? I, <laughs> yes. I like that you choked there. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, but, I've been there many times. Yeah, but truly like it was, it was so, it felt so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And that little thought of you should be ashamed of this. Like, I can't believe you don't have this handled yet. And pastor looked at me. He was like, have you ever faced this situation before? I was like, no. He's like, then why would you already have it handled? Why would you think you already know what to do? You've never faced it. You're taking territory. And what he showed me was, you know, the get, the word tells us that the gifts and callings and the righteousness of God that Jesus has made you to be, it's without repentance. Who you are is already guaranteed. Like yeah. it's a done deal. The Lord says it and it doesn't decrease despite the fact that you've had this stuff going on. Mm -hmm. So I've had, I am called by God. I am the righteousness of God through Christ. That's who I am. Also true, I have been walking through putting to death fear in a new way in me that I've never done before. Both of these things have been happening, but this does not take away this. Even though I am walking through this, even though I'm going through that Valley, I am still the righteousness of God in Christ. I am still called by God. I am still anointed. I am still gifted. And so are you. Even in the middle of whatever pressure you've been facing, in the middle of whatever it is that seemed hard or heavy or you've been in the middle of a faith project that may be new maybe it's the same faith project you've had for years and it's like oh my gosh i feel like i'm not flowing anywhere the word says that you are called the word says that you are righteous the word says that you are chosen and no action changes that from God. You can miss it completely. And I have in many different ways over the course of my life. But even when I was at my worst, the gifts and callings that God placed inside of me, he's not sad about it. He doesn't take them back. He's not a God who gives and takes away. He's a God who gives and it stays and it endures. That's who he is. So your future with him, it's secure. Where you're going, it's secure. All we have to do is acknowledge him and he'll make the pathway straight. So even if you've done like what William was talking about and I've done so many times where I've jumped and I didn't fully acknowledge God and in the middle of the jump, I'm like, oh no, this was a wrong jump. The mo- Like, literally, imagine yourself jumping off a cliff, thinking that it was the cliff that had, like, a canopy underneath to catch you, and then mid-step, you're like, oh, no, it's the wrong one. <laughs> Mid-fall, seemingly to your doom, mm-hmm. as you turn and you're like, Jesus, I was wrong. I need you. Please yeah. save me. He's going to save you every single time. Yeah every single time Mm -hmm. he'll catch you he'll Mm -hmm. make sure that your foot doesn't doesn't get destroyed that you don't die in the middle Mm -hmm. of it his plans for you are not for tragedy they're filled with future and a hope and a promise and the moment we turn to him and acknowledge him he is there to be our rescuer he's our defender he's our savior he's our protector and no matter what we have done as soon as we acknowledge him he is there with us in the moment to lead us higher it's what peter did he Walked on the water, mm-hmm. started to sink, had faith, yeah. started looking at other things, started doubting, getting nervous, whatever it was he did, and he started sinking. Jesus was right there. As soon as Peter looked back on him, Jesus' hand was there, and he lifted him out. Yeah. That's what God will do for you. Even if you've missed it so much up to this point, mm-hmm. he'll rescue you right now.
0: Yeah, uh, and that's that's a comforting thing Yeah, you know, to recognize that even if I missed it, god's still faithful yeah even if i am messed up god's grace is still available like he's not looking for opportunities to remove his grace and to remove his faithfulness he's looking for opportunities to pour out his grace yeah and pour out his favor and pour out his goodness on us so like if i mess up god's already provided a way for me to get out of the yeah. mess. You know, if I put myself in a mess, God, that doesn't mean that I'm going to spend my life just getting in a mess and asking God to call me and, right. you know, being haphazard. No, right. what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to learn from my mistake mm-hmm. and grow. But, but because that's what true repentance is. But like when when I recognize, hey, I missed it. God, I miss it and I'm sorry. Help me to not do this again. He'll, yeah. That grace will be there. The Bible says in First uh, John 1 verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful. He is faithful. Mm-hmm. If if we say, "God, I missed it," He's faithful. What does that mean? That means everything and every promise yeah. that He made in this Word, He's still faithful to perform it. The yeah. Bible says that that uh, He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. Yep. You know, that's He's gonna do it. Yeah. So all I need to do is is return my connection to Him. God, I missed it. I'm sorry. I, I need Your help. Yeah. And, and He's faithful to do it. It also says He's faithful and just. What does that mean? You know, he's just. To, or does that mean that in his in his justiceness? That's sure. not a word. Justness. Just- in his justness, um, or in his righteousness, does yeah. that does that mean he's gonna spite smite me? No, mm-hmm. that that's not what that means. That means he is righteous to his word. That yeah. That what, righteous to to do what? This that's what this is what it says. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins. Yeah. That's what he's righteous to do. He's righteous to his word that he's provided help. Yeah. He's provided grace to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What does that mean? Basically to make it as if it never even happened. Mm-hmm. You know, So I might have miss, missed it. I might have messed up. I might be facing the consequences of it. Yeah. But God is able to completely purify us yeah. and, and look at us as if, as if uh, you know, as basically looking, because this is basically what Jesus did was now when God looks at us he sees Christ. Yeah. When God looks at us he sees redeemed. When God looks at us he sees sons and daughters. He doesn't see you messed up, you messed up, you messed up, you messed up, you messed up. No, he sees yeah. they're righteous in my eyes. They are the righteousness of God, which means they have full access to my grace, my power and my support. Yeah. So if I repent, I, God I missed it. All of a sudden, that the supply is there, the grace is there. All that I need to overcome the situation, all I need to overcome the mess that I might have made for myself, God is able to 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 make to to supply the grace and, and the provision to, for you to become victorious, to be an overcomer, to 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 win.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're never too far gone for God to bring restoration to. Mm-hmm. He's literally the God of restoration. That's who He is. Mm-hmm. He fixes every broken thing that will yield to him. Everything that will just turn and call in his name, he brings his life Mm -hmm. to it. So flowing with God, flowing in the things that he's called called us to do, it's literally just as easy as saying yes. And if we've missed it, admitting it and owning it and saying, okay, I did that, but Lord, (laughs) I need your forgiveness. And he is so faithful to be who he says that he is. There's nothing that we have to do other than just yield to Him. That's literally all we have to do. We don't have to provide a solution. And, and, And take this. Like, I can't tell you how many times. I actually have it. Do I still? I think I do. I have it. Pastor Nicole and Pastor Brian, when I first started working here, they gave me a list of things that they wanted me to meditate on and memorize. And I have it taped at my desk at work. If I don't, for sure, it's in my drawer. But... It's, I don't have to know everything, I don't have to fix everything, I don't have to have an answer for everything, I don't have to do everything. I just have to be obedient to Him. Mm -hmm. And the more I think on it, even still today, the more freeing that is. You are not your own solution bringer. Praise Mm -hmm. God! It's not up to you. It's not up to me. I don't have to fix it. I don't have to know everything. I don't even have to know how it's going to come about other than knowing it's going to be good because God promised it would be. When we trust God, it truly gets that much easier to flow because wherever He says go, we know that it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. It's -hmm. going to be easy. It may have opportunities with the flesh, but it's going to be the best thing for us every single time. Mm -hmm. But we don't have to do it. We don't have to do it. All we have to do is say yes and then just be obedient and trust Him. Mm He's good. And those truly, like this entire broadcast, Buddy and I came in after a phone call that had opportunity to feel pressury. Like before we even walked through the door, I looked at Buddy. I'm like, would, would, would we like to get anything off of our chest before we go in front of a camera? Like, is there anything that needs to be released? And we had to come in front and then we found out that we were on the broadcast cool. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm sure that was fun. (laughs) But here's the thing. We didn't have to bring the word. Mm -hmm. We had to trust him to flow through us. All we had to do was just get willing and obedient and let him do it. And when we trust him, he shows up. Mm -hmm. Put that Mm -hmm. in the comment. When I trust God, God shows up. Mm -hmm. See, God will show up either way. Like he'll, he works all things for the good of those who love him. But God, God is a God who displays his covenant for you. Yeah. He displays it. He shows, he shows up and he shows out <laughs> yeah. and he wants to do that for you today. Yeah. Grayson just said, and look at y'all. It's been such a blessing. Look yeah. what obedience brings. Won't he do it? Yeah. Well, it's not a blessing because of me and Buddy. Like <laughs> Barrett and Buddy, had we just chatted like ourselves, it would have been a totally different conversation. It's valid. It's. It's because God is God, and yeah. He's good.
0: Yeah. Well, he's I was a just thinking, good God. I was just thinking how many times have people say, like, this is an on-time thing. Like, yeah. Like, everyone needs to hear this. Yeah. Like, myself included, as we're talking about Same. it. Like, like <laughs> you know, th- this is one of those things that, you know, like, I mean, the Bible says it so clearly. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will make your path straight. Sure. He's not going to make him crooked and crazy and wild. You know, it might feel that way in the flesh, but sure. like, but he's making it straight. You know, like when we, on the other side of it, we're going to see how God's been continuously working out. And in, in Isaiah, he says that God is going before you and making the crooked path straight. Yeah. You know, so like how much can we rest in that? Well, how am I going to do, God's already gone before us, mm-hmm. you know, whatever tasks you need to accomplish recognize God's already gone before you. You know, when I trust God, God shows up, whatever needs accomplished, God's already gone before you and he's working it out. Yeah. We just got to yield to him. And as we yield to him, he's gonna work it out yeah and, and and we're believing that for you you know that we're believing that God's bringing peace to you as we're talking about this because he's for sure bringing peace sure. To, to me you know sure like uh because literally like right right before we went live I was like oh I thought I was gonna get a break from the broadcast today. <laughs> it was like, like that was just flesh obviously um but but you recognize that that as we choose to to just let God be God and let and and let God flow through us. It's going to be a blessing. Yeah. You're, you're going to be a blessing to people. And going back to what we were saying at the beginning. You know, we'll be able to get the tasks done. Mm-hmm. But we'll be, but more than that, we'll be a good witness while we're doing it. Yeah. Because we've learned to rest in Him and recognize, I'm not even the one doing this. He's doing it through me. Yeah. Uh, you can put this in the comments, Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. Therefore, I no longer live. So if I have a revelation of that, I'm not the source yeah. anymore. But Christ lives in me. The life I now live, I live in faith in the Son of God. Yeah. You know, the life I now live, I live in faith because knowing he's living in me. In the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah. That that that's it. You know, I'm not doing it on my own now. I can rest in him. Oh, praise God. I have help. I have help. He goes before (laughs) me and he works it out for me you know he he's given me the words to say even even when i don't know what to say yeah. there have been times when i i used to have nightmares where i would have to preach and i had nothing prepared and i'm like oh my gosh that's the worst like I, that's when i prepared everything and had all my points and had all the powerpoints and everything ready sure. you know and i would have those nightmares and then and then i learned to flow mm-hmm. you know and so there have been moments where you know like it would be Friday and I'm preaching on Sunday and I have nothing. And I would be like, ah, this is crazy. Uh, and then it started becoming like Saturdays and I have nothing. And then it became, uh, I'm going up now. And mm-hmm. and I, and I and Lord, I have no idea, but I'm gonna trust you and flow. I used to like have nightmares of, of that exact moment. Yeah. But now it's at a point where, oh, praise God. I'm not even the one who's preaching today. Yeah. I'm just yielding to you, Lord. And then right then, like, you know, the Lord, the Lord like, the lord just begins to speak. Yeah. He begins to speak and it's like, "Oh, this is good." Like like the, I can't tell you how many times I've said something. I'm like, "Wow, I've never thought of that." Yeah. Like keep going, Holy Spirit, but like it's just it's you you'll begin to see that there's a greater power at work within you. Yeah. You know, as you learn to to just do the yielding and let the Lord do the work.
1: Yeah, and it's not just preaching. Like yeah. I, I yeah. earlier we had talked about Grayson. Grayson's yeah. still on. Um, mm-hmm. before I say that, Charlia just commented and said, Today's broadcast has brought me freedom to feel that I can reach out. Mm-hmm. That this is huge breakthrough. Oh. Praise God. He's sure. so good. Always oh, so good. But like with Gra- with Grayson, she is three. Very beautiful, very little children. Mm -hmm. So Buddy just talked about ministering, preaching. That's what we've been talking about. But Mm -hmm. she can, and you can apply this in any area of your life. You know, you wake up and child number one has dumped out like cereal all over the floor. Child number two colored on your walls. Child number three is pooping everywhere. What do you do? I don't Mm -hmm. know. (laughs) Here's the thing. When we yield to the Lord, the Lord is able to bring solutions for how to do things easily. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's in the flow, like in the midst of, I don't know how to do this, what to do, where we've seen some of the coolest stuff happen. That's how the broadcast came about. But sure. that, That's how doing what we're doing now literally happened because four, five, six of us got into a room. we like, we don't know how to do what we're doing. And as we trusted him, the Lord would just bring ideas yeah, sure. and solutions yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Because he's faithful, no matter what you're doing, whether you're speaking, whether you're working at home with your kiddos, ministering to them like Grayson does each and every single day. And she does a phenomenal job, whether you're at work day in, day out, and you have all sorts of new stuff coming at you, no matter what you're doing, you can flow in that arena and God will provide the same exact sort of words to you that he will to us.